0: Hello, and welcome back. It is Monday, and this is the fix. And I am the recovery guy. My name is Robert. I'm in studio today with my podcast engineer, JJ. Juan is such a, a good friend. And and um, he does such a great job with making sure that the quality of the podcast that you listen to is exactly what you would expect it to be. So we can be of maximum benefit to you. You know, as I said in last Thursday's The Checkup, and I hope you listen to The Checkup as well as The Fix. Um, You know, I love words. I love definitions. I love meanings because then I can go and apply them to my life and help you understand them and help you apply them into your life. And after 33-plus years of personal recovery, I still want to stay learning. I still want to be in that mode where, where I tell people my middle name is Moore, right? And, and I want to continue to do the things more that I've done to keep me here because I never want to leave where I'm at unless it means I'm moving forward, which means I'm taking where I'm at with me and elevating it to a whole nother level. And I hope that's how you conduct your life of recovery as well. So check it out. You know, when we say the fix, here it is. Here's what the fix, how it is defined fasten something in this case someone securely in a particular place or position i'm going to say that again if for no other reason for my sake right here's what fix means to remain to remain to be steady to be confident to to have assurance to remain not to be afraid to stay in one place if you're secure there, to be fixed, to be well, but to fasten something, in this case someone, securely in a particular place or position. Man, don't you like security? I know I do. You know what? When when I first came into recovery, I wasn't secure or fixed anywhere. I was so across the board and maybe you were too. Maybe you still are. I don't know where you're at in this journey. Whatever you come to recovery for, let's all get this fixed. Let's all get secure. Let's all find a place where we can fasten together to make sure we're in the position, the best position we can possibly be in to have the maximum effectiveness in our life. You know, a number of years ago, uh, I decided to elevate my thinking and 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 get outside the box of traditional recovery material, and I began to explore other authors, especially in my pursuit of of my degree in alcohol and drug studies along the way. And I was a reentry student at 39 at 39 years old. I was a college dropout. I dropped out of high school when I was 18 years old because I was so broken. And I was not secure in any position at all. I was all over the place. I was worse than 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 a willow in the wind. Um, at least a, a willow would would blow one way or another. I was blown up and down in every every which way. I was so far from fixed, I was about as broken as as you can be. And I dropped out of high school when I was 18. So going back to college at 39 years old with a wife and children was really a big deal for me. So I really wanted to expand my knowledge. So, you know, I, I learned what a paradigm was. Do you know what a paradigm is? I I was introduced to this psychologist, and his name is Stephen Covey. And he didn't invent this term, but he helped explain it to me. Matter of fact, he introduced this term to me. A, a paradigm in principle-centered leadership is what Stephen would call a, a mental map. And, and, and this will relate to your recovery. It relates to mine, and, and, I, and I hope I paint a good enough picture for you that you can adopt this, apply it, and see how best it works for you. But a paradigm is a is a mental map. It helps direct where we're going to make sure that we get to where we're supposed to go. And a map is so important. And I love the example that Stephen gives in principle-centered leadership. He says, "If you don't know where you're starting from, how are you ever going to know?" how to get to where you want to go. And we need to map our brain the same way. So I need to take that personal inventory to know where I'm at. I need to project out to where I want to go, whether it's spiritually or mentally or tangibly, right? That map, that direction to get there. So between where I'm starting from on my mental map And where I want to go with that same mental map, that goal, that area of achievement, then I devise a way of of how to get there. But along the way, I need to adjust my thinking, because a paradigm is, is a specific way of looking at something. And... Why that needs to change is so important. If my best thinking and maybe yours did too, if our best thinking got us in the mess that brought us to a need to recover where where our life would be such a mess that we would actually admit, are you kidding me? Can you do you remember? How broken you had to be before you were willing to admit that you needed to be fixed? Maybe maybe you, were, you didn't have to go down as far as the scale as me. I'm not sure. Maybe you had to go down further. If that's the case, God bless you. I'm glad you're here. Because I, I couldn't imagine being any more broken than I was. So I I need a new way of thinking to get me out of the mess that my thinking brought me to. And for that, I take us to Albert Einstein. What an incredible thinker, Albert Einstein. And and I love to quote like B.F. Skinner when he talks about Successive approximation for behavioral cognitive changes, B.F. Skinner. If you've never read about B.F. Skinner for change and being fixed and a new way of thinking, it's so elevated and so important for, for us to do. And, and it's the kind of thinking that no matter where you're at in your development, there's a part of it you're going to be able to relate to, understand, and apply Relate, understand, and apply. Over and over and over again, Tom Hopkins says, practice, drill, and rehearse. Relate, understand, and apply. And we continue to do that in different levels successively, and that's how Dr. Skinner says we get to, from one position to the next. And that cognitive behavioral change produces a physical change as well which is sensational here's what Albert Einstein said and again I love to quote these gentlemen because if it's my opinion you might have an argument that you could win but if you want to argue with what Albert Einstein said or if I quote Sir Isaac Newton or quote Stephen Covey or B.F. Skinner or the other people I'll quote and you want to have an argument with them well knock yourself out and good luck along the way Here's what Albert Einstein said, and I love this quote. We can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. Have you ever heard that quote before? Many of you probably have. And so that is why, you know, like step two in recovery is, is, is uh, being restored from san- from, to sanity, right? Because I was insane. Because only an insane person would think the way I think and do the things that I would do as a result of my thinking, right? So this really applied to me in recovery. I had to remember in step one where I admitted I was powerless over alcohol and my life had become unmanageable and all the things I thought and all the things I did and all the places I went. And I thought that was my thinking that got me there. So how can I be restored to sanity if I'm still using the thinking of an insane person? It didn't make sense. So consequently, based on that knowledge of Albert Einstein of not being able to solve a problem by using the same kind of thinking I used that got me to that problem, I needed to then elevate my thinking as Stephen would say and change my paradigm, get a new mental map. How am I going to get to where I want to be without elevating my thinking? So, here are some of the things that I want to do and here's what I want to do today. It's a it's a little different. This is going to be like a two-part fix. So, I I want you to grab something and and, and to write it down with or put it in your your note on your phone. I'm going to I'm going to give you some things to, to define and work out. And then next Monday, for next Monday's podcast, we're actually going to revisit and sort of walk through these areas to, to make sure that we're on the same page. And, and maybe you want to email me some ideas or or message me through Instagram so I can get an idea of what you're thinking in advance. And I'd love to use some of your comments next week's podcast. So email me. My cell phone is on my Instagram page, on Facebook. I'm pretty easy to, to get to as the recovery guy or or just go to Podbean and, and message uh, JJ or, or me there. So first thing is, what is a paradigm, right? We've defined that now. What is a paradigm? And it's a, And it's a mental map. It's a way of thinking. Then we're going to sort of break down a a practical example of paradigms. And we might want to use practical examples of in our recovered life, in our relationships, um, a revolutionary paradigm or a mental map we use and making sure we're doing good in our job or with our significant other or with our children or, or other relationships or other things we do in the course of life. How, how, paradigms can affect us negatively that is an indication of an erroneous paradigm right which i'll discuss in a minute or positively how are they working for us how is that new mental map right changing that way of thinking that albert einstein recommended uh, how's that um, affecting us and then and then identifying erroneous paradigms not all paradigms uh, are filled with truth. Some might work for some person, uh, but might not work for a different person without it being tweaked a little bit. Or because you don't have that type of relationship or to that depth at that particular time, maybe it's just not going to work for you and therefore it's it's erroneous. Here's really important. Here's where it might take you a little bit more work, really digging down, because it this takes some really... Objective thinking, uh, and one of my challenges was that even to this day, uh, I have to be very careful with subjective thinking, where I I think I'm the be all and the end all, where where I don't I don't um, think objectively outside of me to challenge my subjective view. Now, be careful! I don't want to adopt your worldview of me, I can't view you as you view me because then I become who you want me to become when it's not really who I was designed to be. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So, but we do want to talk about removing and displacing paradigms that are not consistent with our direction, commitment, or our environment. In example, Let's go back to that mental map. So if my particular paradigm takes me off course and it causes me more energy, emotional or practical energy, or more resources and finances, and it doesn't get me to where I want to be, matter of fact, it's a rabbit trail I shouldn't be taking, then I want to identify that and remove that paradigm that would displace where I was going to go or how I was going to get there. Uh, and and you can figure out the same way in a map. You know, the 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 best way to get from point A to point B is in a straight direction. Every now and then because of traffic or disruption, we might have to take a little detour, but we still want to be as a straight line as possible, removing any obstacles that would displace or, Get the paradigm off track. The next thing we want to do is once we remove something, the best way to make sure it's removed is that is to replace or adopt it with a new positive paradigm that are in alignment with our direction, commitment, or environment. Uh, One of the podcasts, I'm going to teach you what Stephen taught me and how it's affected my overall recovery, and that's on alignment. Uh, But this is part of making sure along the way I am in alignment to make sure that everything that I'm doing with respect to my paradigm is very consistent with my direction, my commitment, uh, and the environment that I'm in. When we get done with all that, I'm just going to review everything and, and, and hopefully, you know, through email or messaging, we can have a further conversation and, and discuss what this means to you. And if I can answer any questions, I most certainly will. So let's go back and cover again. Uh, a paradigm is a standard, a, per, a perspective or a set of ideas. It's a mental map. It's a way of looking at something. Again, my best thinking got me in the mess I was in and, and I don't want to use that same thinking. As Albert Einstein said, we can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we use, uh, that, uh, we use to create those problems, right? And again, getting back to the fix. I'm so glad you joined us today for the fix. Again, to fasten someone securely in a particular place or position. And I really hope today's talk on paradigms and the mental map and how to think and how to adjust and how to elevate, no matter where we're at, elevate to where we want to go, whether that's giant steps, incremental steps, as long as we get there, as long as we're moving forward. I love Newton's theory of motion. Things that are at rest tend to stay at rest. Things that are in motion tend to stay in motion. I want to stay in motion. Every now and then it's great to stand on that plateau and enjoy the view and see what we've accomplished and look where we came from and look further ahead, but we got to keep moving. A bike does not coast uphill because there's this thing Called gravity. So let's keep pedaling, let's stay fixed, let's get more fixed, and we'll see you next time. My name is Robert, I'm the Recover Guy, and thank you for joining us today. I was trying to do everything.